Hello, everyone, and welcome to Locked On Flames. February was a fantastic month for Jacob Markstrom, and the NHL seems to think so, too. And now March is off to a hot start for some baby flames. All that and more coming up next on Locked On Flames. Your Locked On Flames. Your daily podcast on the Calgary Flames. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Hello, everyone. I'm your host, Jess Belmosto of the Metropolitan Riveters Public Relations Team. I hope you're having a fantastic Tuesday. Thanks so much for making Locked On Flames your first listen of the day. You can find us anywhere you get your podcasts, and we're free on YouTube as well. So why aren't you subscribed? Do it right now. Jacob Markstrom was named second star of the month by the NHL. You know, Mitch Marner, he had a great month, but in my completely unbiased, uh, subjective opinion, Jacob Markstrom is the true winner here. Honestly, I'm just kidding. Mitch Marner did have a pretty good month. <laughs> uh, Markstrom has had one hell of a season this year, and February was no different. He had he went eight one and zero this last month, and earned himself a point nine two nine save percentage and a two point zero four, so just about a two uh, goals against average. I feel like he did have a very heavy workload through January and February, but he he looked fantastic, and it wasn't really anything that you had to question. I think there were only a few games where, or maybe not even a few games, but just a stretch of like two days where a lot of us were concerned about his performance and if he was injured due to his uh due to his workload and Dan Vladar never really getting any time in that rotation but he earned himself another shutout putting him at the at uh league leading eight so you know I would say Markstrom's doing just fine he looks great he looks healthy he had more than a handful of fantastic saves that you know we could really just do a top 10 Jacob Markstrom plays of February (laughs) honestly he just looked so good and he had that double blocker save and I was blown away I could not believe that he did that and that was real I'm pretty sure was that against it was either against Seattle or Florida but um it just unreal, unreal stuff from him. It was just like something you see in a video game. And I, I don't know how he does it. And he had a season high 46 saves against Toronto in that 5-2 to two win. 46 saves. Now, something about him is just, he makes it look so easy. And that's how you know he's good at the sport. Because there aren't too many people who can make such a, difficult task look so effortless and for Markstrom to be able to go out there and do that night after night it's unreal and his 24 11 and 5 record puts him uh, fifth in the league and with a save percentage of 925 again tying him for fifth is there a chance that he can squeak his way up there and possibly earn a Vesna nomination 
I think that would be quite difficult. Quite honestly, I don't really think that he'll squeak up to the top three. But, you know, you never know if the Flames go out there and get a strong defender and he has more help on the back end. You, you might you could see anything, honestly. But I really do believe that Markstrom is one of the best goaltenders in this league. And he is just in he's in Calgary. So again, we talk about this all the time. There isn't enough of a spotlight on him. When you are in a large market like New York, um, Toronto, Car- uh, Carolina's not a large market, but, you know, Frederick Anderson's getting a lot of attention. Uh, you know, L.A. and those just more East Coast markets, honestly, you're going to get more attention. But I am so happy to have Jacob Markstrom here on the Flames in between the net night after night. And I I think that Flames fans should be more than happy to (laughs) finally have a true solid goaltender. And now that the Flames are going to be making a run for the playoffs and what I would hope to be a deep run, I would say that, you know, you can let out a sigh of relief when you look at Jacob Markstrom play. Because he's not just playing in the Canadian division. You know, it's not the North division this year. He is playing strong games against very competitive teams. He's having solid games against teams he could play in the playoffs or teams he could face in the Stanley Cup final. You know, like there are true player, like it's a different level of competition than he saw last year. And what you need to remember is that last year was that weird division split (laughs) trial period, if you will, with the Flames and Daryl Sutter. And then he comes in and he just has, like this year, you know, I think a lot of us lowered our expectations from last year, but they're blowing those expectations out of the water. And Jacob Markstrom is is a leader on this team and he has helped secure wins. You know, you can't win games if your offense doesn't come through, but the offense is there this season, the way that goaltending was last year. So it's nice to see two parts of that well-oiled machine on the same page for once. You know, last year, all we talked about was every single person on this team needs to be on the same page, the same book, the same chapter, the same line, the same word. And we finally have that. And that's why you're seeing Jacob Markstrom earn you know, the uh, second star of the month. You're seeing Lindholm be named, uh, you know, first star of the week. You're seeing more recognition league-wide because of how they're performing. And this is just the beginning of it all. And we should be so excited to see that. And Calgary is so much more than their beautiful jerseys. And that's something I've learned over the last two years of covering this team. So we're going to talk more about more about Bet online is the fin is a fantastic place for you to get all of your March Madness needs. You know they are number one when it comes to sports betting, sports coverage, sports news, sports podcasts, and they have uh, have you covered with the latest odds, totals, player performance props, and where the next fired coach is going to land. And they have a fantastic, easy to navigate website, BetOnline.net. 
And it's not just, you know, March Madness. They have you covered from hockey, boxing, UFC. And um, one of my favorite things was watching their Olympic coverage. So, you know, it's there. They have it. You need to head on over to BetOnline, uh, betonline.net, BetOnline, where the game starts. Thank you so much for tuning into Locked On Flames. As always, you can follow me on Twitter at JustBelmosto. It's on the screen right now if you're watching on YouTube. Um, and make sure to join the discussion because we talk about a lot of different things over on Twitter. <laughs> a new flame has joined the little baby, little baby fire. Uh, and his name is Rory Kearns. He is a... Oh my god, he was born in 2002. Good god. Okay. Um <laughs> he uh, so the Flames announced today that they have signed Rory Kearns to a 3-year entry-level contract. He's a native of Caledon, Ontario and ha- is having a year in uh having a career year with the Sioux Greyhounds of the OHL. He's currently second in <laughs> OHL scoring with 84 points, third in goals with <laughs> With 33 and has 11 power play goals, which has him tied for fifth in the OHL, along with eight game winners, making him second in the OHL. And <laughs> like when you see stats like that, that's so impressive because I don't think there's anything I could do that puts me at that level. <laughs> like I, I can I I do a mean quick grocery shop if that counts. But I don't think it does because there's no professional like grocery shopper league. Um, but you know, he's a six foot centerman drafted in the sixth round of the 2020 draft, and he shoots left, which is good, you know. And it's important that you know the Flames start um, really working on their future. And it's not because like it's not like an ongoing like it's always an ongoing process, and you're always looking to make your prospect and farm system better but the flames narrowly avoided a rebuild like a full-blown rebuild and they were able to slot in some key pieces but you know if things start heading south quickly uh, things could very easily derail you never know especially after this offseason you don't know what's coming and he's going to get some time in the system before he starts making that jump to the big leagues which obviously allows uh, the current centers and current forwards in the system to get their time in the NHL. You know, I think it's kind of part of the game, especially with a coach like Daryl Sutter. It, it is a bit of a waiting game to call up these prospects. You know, Adam Rizicka, uh was called up and then he he wasn't really one of the forwards I would have like personally selected, but that's why I host a podcast and I don't work in the NHL. (laughs) But I think that, you know, you look at players like Matthew Phillips who should probably be getting a call soon, but then you have to look at, okay, where, where's the time? Where's, where can they slot in? They have to waive Brett Ritchie for that to happen. They need to make room for these young guys. But if it's working right now, I don't think anything's going to change, but you know, it's, it's great to add more to your system, to add more to your prospect pool, to make the Calgary uh, organization attractive. And you need to really work and pull from their strengths because you don't know what could happen. You know, Johnny could leave. Matthew Kachuk could leave. Andrew Mangiapane 
he could leave. He could absolutely leave. And you know what? It, it gives Brad Tree Living, who has one year left on his contract, or and if they don't sign an extension with him, whoever the next general manager may be, it gives them some time to figure out what to work with and what they can do in order to make things work and make this organization attractive, make it a successful organization. And right now, I think the Flames are at a perfect spot. And unfortunately, the pl- the key players you need in order to keep this well-oiled machine well-oiled <laughs> are the ones that are coming up on that uh, contract extensions and expiring contracts. So you have to figure out how you can manipulate, not manipulate, but maneuver the field and figure out, you know, how can I sign Johnny Gaudreau, Andrew Mangiapane, and Matthew Kachuk when I have $3? The answer is not giving them all a dollar. That is not how it's going to work. But, you know, I think that Brad Tree Living, it's, uh, you know, people sound pretty confident with Johnny staying. And we did the episode, and apparently it was just a joke that uh, the assistant general manager made. But, you know, I don't think they'd be making jokes if it wasn't something that they were serious about uh, behind the scenes, you know, picking up what I'm putting down. But it is so important to keep working with your prospects, you know, and not just to like ensure the future of your team, but to make them attractive and talented and develop them enough to be attractive to other teams so you can slap them in a trade. And that's kind of the beauty of life of a prospect. You don't know what's going to happen. And it's kind of fun. I, I think that, um, it's hard to truly evaluate a player's worth when they're 20 years old. You know, obviously we're not talking about Connor McDavid here, but some players take a little while to hit that true NHL caliber talent. And that's okay because they have the OHL to develop. They have the AHL to develop. And I I think that things are going pretty well in Stockton in terms of player development. I I don't know. I think that <laughs> I think that Dustin Wolf is turning out all right. Uh they Adam Rizichka looks great, Matthew Phillips looks great, and I'm sure that we'll see more players come up and we will be able to evaluate them. But right now there's no spots on the roster for them. So signing this kid to an entry level contract gives him a few years to get uh, you know, some experience under his belt. And allows the team to work with what they've got for now. So <laughs> I, I really want to believe that the things like this isn't anything we need to overanalyze or spend a lot of time on. It's just some news. It's exciting news in terms of another player getting a shot at the big leagues. And uh, no, I wish nothing but the best for him. He's a really cool name. Rory Curtins. I like the name Rory, but that doesn't matter right now. (laughs) Um, Thank you all so much for listening to Lockdown Flames. Uh, We do have one more thing to talk about today, and that would be uh, Flames' first round pick in this last draft. Uh, Matthew Coronado being named the E-E. But first, let's talk about Rock Auto. Rock Auto is 
just a lifesaver for me personally because I am always having car problems. My car, like, it, she's on her last leg, but with Rock Auto, I'm saving so much money uh, on car parts and repairs because they are uh, cheaper than the chain stores and going to the dealership. And you can save time and money because it's easy. You just click, click, click rockauto.com, type in what you need, and they're a family business serving the do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. And with the ever-rising prices of car repairs and car parts, you don't have to worry about Rock Auto overcharging you. And that's why I appreciate them. They make my life a bajillion times easier. And I don't have to go in and have uh, my car problems be mansplained to me by a mechanic or a teenager behind the chain store counter. Go explore their easy-to-use website today and find the solution to your auto part needs. Head on over to rockauto.com right now to see all the parts available for your car or truck. And of course, write locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably pro- low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. So, if you're watching on YouTube, um, you might be seeing my super cool um, Black Rosie uh, crew neck. This is something that not a fan Joe from Twitter designed uh, with the Metropolitan Riveters as well as Black Girl Hockey Club for uh, the Riveters Black History Month collection, and this is so comfortable and one of my favorite crew necks that I own and you can own it too. Um, this isn't an ad or like sponsored or anything. This is like me telling you, <laughs> but you can head on over to the Metropolitan Riveters website and all of our proceeds f- or all of the proceeds from the collection had, uh, get donated to Black Girl Hockey Club, which is an amazing, uh, organization and, Bauer Hockey just actually donated a hundred donated a hundred thousand dollars worth of equipment to them. So, you know, it's a great um, cause to get behind. And Joe, the designer, is an absolute sweetheart who I had the pleasure of uh, working with this past weekend. On tw- and if you follow me on Twitter, you probably saw it. But she's just a doll, an absolute doll. Um, but yes, let's. Transition back over to Flames prospects. Um, Matthew Coronado was named uh, ECAC Rookie of the Week. He is um, attending Harvard University in Cambridge, Massachusetts. And he, he had a four-point weekend. And they had three games this weekend, which is absurd. But he scored two goals and had two assists. And he has 25 points in 28 games. Um, on Friday, the freshman put up a goal and two points in Harvard's five to three setback to Union College. And he, then he followed it up with another goal and two point performance in a five to one win over RPI on Saturday. Uh, I just am blown away by this kid. <laughs> he is from New York and was the 13th overall pick in the 2021 draft. And this is his freshman season at Harvard. He's tied for third in the team on scoring and has seven multi-point outings. And I just am blown away. I think that Ted Donato is doing a good job uh, with him. I think that uh, Jack Donato is also kind of 
nepotism, but whatever. Um, but anyways, let me not. I think that, you know, it's always fun to see these players kind of develop. And especially, especially a player that comes through the um, college pipeline. I love, 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 love the NCAA to NHL pipeline, especially when it's a Big East school. So, um, you know, Johnny at Boston College, Matthew Coronado at um, Harvard. Any of that fuels me because I, as a Bostonian, just I, I eat it up. It's great to watch college hockey. College hockey's a blast, honestly. Um, even if there is no fighting, it's still like you don't need fighting to sell your product. I don't know whoever came up with that. Um, I'd like to have a conversation with them. <laughs> but again, I think, you know, this is really promising for the young athlete. It's promising for the Flames. Does he do a year or two at Harvard and then jump to the AHL? Maybe. Does he just stick out? I say stick out as if it's a problem. You know, does he complete three years and then finish up his degree online like Johnny Gaudreau did? You know, it's, you know, this, uh, journey is different for everyone and i think that you know watching a first rounder it um have success like this is obviously great it's a sign that the flames made the right decision because they knew that there wasn't really a roster spot available for anyone uh kind of like how mason mctavish no that's not who i'm thinking of cole sillinger that's who i meant <laughs> <laughs> when you know that's who the that's who a lot of flames fans wanted but it was columbus who got um who ended up drafting him just one pick before at 12 and but the flames like knew that they were going for coronado and they were not changing their mind they were not drafting up they weren't doing anything you know it's always great to see them have such promise and such faith in their draft picks and i don't know i think that the hockey development system is very interesting. I think that, you know, it's not as complicated as Major League Baseball's prospect farm system in terms of like arbitration and uh, how many levels you have to go through. But the NHL definitely has a fun pipeline for a lot of these kids. And it's fun to watch. It's fun to kind of pick a player, whether they be on your team or not. And watch them develop and then finally get their uh, their debut lap, you know, their first NHL game. So hopefully Matthew Coronado does not get traded and uh, makes that Flames debut someday soon. And that is all I have for y'all today. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode of Locked on Flames. As always, I'm Jess Belmosto. You can follow me on Twitter at Jess Belmosto. It's right here on the screen. If you're looking to uh, join in on fellow or join in on conversation with fellow Flames fans or uh, live reactions to hockey games. So you can obviously make sure to subscribe to Locked on Flames wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube as well. We are not, uh, not picky here. So find your favorite platform and just subscribe. If you're listening on Apple, leave a five-star review and a nice little rating. We appreciate it. We are Finally, on the top 100 hockey podcasts in Canada, we are crushing it. So thank you all, and I appreciate you, and I will see you tomorrow.
uh, with hopefully a fun recap of today's game against the Wild. Bye-bye.